Thank you very much for asking. Welcome back to Tuna Boot. Now, unfortunately, scheduling has got in the way of our stellar run of season five episodes that we've all been together. So today, it's just me. I'm just going to be rambling about. You know, I I had a plan, and I've got like I've got a little a little Liam-esque story I might read. I wrote a little poem, which I might put some music behind. But let's just make it a real sort of chilled out day because we have something really exciting coming up something that we've never actually done before on tuna boot um you might remember back oh in the heady days of season two if you were listening to it that we had a lot a lot a lot of two-part episodes going at one point frankly because we couldn't shut up for uh the time that we were meant to shut up by so we created this two-parters about musicals about music and part of it was just because it was so hard to record things every week and part of it was just because there was too much good stuff in there which we weren't used to at the time we are obviously now and we've sort of streamlined it and we've kept single parters for the most part there was one episode in season five that was split into two-parter purely because we were pished other than that we haven't really done them yet so coming up and this is a big tease not only is it i think i i you know what we could you could listen to next week's episode and i could be totally wrong on this but i am like 50 to 75 percent sure we have a very special guest coming on the podcast longtime friend of the podcast come on and help us with this really exciting new thing that we're doing and the things spearheaded by our very own liam that we're doing and you're going to be taken through the Tuna Boot Boys' first experience playing some D&D, Dungeons and Dragons-style stuff. I have never played it in my life. I know Jim hasn't either, and we're very excited to see what's happening. I won't give you any names of people. 
I won't let you know anything else about it. I know some of the characters' names and I think that it's going to be the most tuna bootiest Dungeons and Dragons show ever. And of course we're going to be boozing, we're going to not be snoozing, we're going to have a good time. Um, and it's really, yeah, it's fucking going to be great. It's going to be a great thing to go forward. And you know, we're getting close, we're getting really close to our 100th episode of this shit. That means we've been doing it for a hundred weeks. We're yet to take a week off of putting something up. So a hundred weeks of tuna boot goodness. That means that you can go back and listen to a hundred weeks of us talking and how we've changed, how we've not changed, how Jim's grown, how Liam's grown, how I've grown, how we've all grown. You know, we started off talking about obscure music and then struggling to talk about obscure music and now we're doing celebrity death islands and dungeons and dragons and it's just what a world what a world it is so you know see what's coming up next because tuna boots had a long long life a long life it's lived for a lot longer than i thought it would We're, we've came back time and time again to give you that hot, hot, passionate content that you're so used to getting from us. We said let's get together and put the world to right That one didn't work. I'm making these up as I go just to do something for this and that that wasn't that wasn't the best, so I'm gonna just I'm gonna kill it and do something else. Uh about the start of Tuna Boot. Drinking plenty 
Now I'm forgetting the chords that I put this to Even though I stole them from another song that me and Jim wrote a long time ago Tuna boots came back Now we're here today Liam turned round to Jim and prepositioned him He said, hey man, do you want to talk about music and share it and make sure we'll listen? Oh, I'm stealing from Bare Naked Ladies as well, that's it. Copyright. It doesn't matter cause I'll change the song's words and I'll change the tunes cause we don't talk about tunes anymore. We used to go and we started this so we have somewhere to go and talk about these things that meant a lot to us. Don't you love a tune? I do. Me too, yeah. Let's listen to another. Do you want to listen to tunes with the men that you call your brother? So we did, and we did it again. And we did it one more time. Time was gone, we did it for what I call the four time, and that was the end of season one. Then we went on to season two. We had no idea what we were gonna do. Season one to season two, it came and went away. Season three came along, and we had a tears that came. To stay cause it went season one, season two, season three, season four You wanted more, we wanted to give you more We wanted to talk a little bit more about anything else That we didn't really know before Season four Like how to clean it Your kitchen appliances And replace them with inventions We came up ourselves Ripped down patriarchy and we've Made some comments that were A little bit sucky We've not done anything else Really I don't think We killed some celebrities And we had a lot to drink We were sponsored by Budweiser And then we got older and we decided not to be sponsored by them and to find little companies with bins, buckets and bins, Rachel sterile hip cream and somebody called Pims who does Pims with not that Pims, it's other different types of Pims, not Hank Pims, not Pims like a Pims cup, he made Pims, he called these things that he made Pims, they were just 
just wooden blocks and casino royale memorabilia. and daggers. So, thank you. That went on ages and I don't know what I said during it, but that was fun, I think, for me. Maybe not for you all. Um, yeah, so, started a long time ago, didn't we? And now look at us. So what I'm going to do now, I think, is I might read a poem that I wrote. Uh, if I can get it all up on the computer and it not be too... Because it's a it's a it's a long poem. I might have a wee rant. Oh, well, I forgot how to um, sing say say things there. So it's a moody poem. This I'd say maybe a couple of um, D minor on fret three. If you want to play along at home. The problem with D minor is I'm never sure where to go after it. Bit jazzy. G7. Still on. Capo fret 3. Oh! He's getting minor in here. Not a minor, it's a seventh and This is a poem called A Cat. A cat walked into my room. They looked up at me. Why, young cat, do you come into my room and only sit to look up at me? Five hours passed. The cat's still here. I look at the cat and they look at me. Why, oh why, young cat, must you be here only to sit and look up at me? Two days later, and I gave the cat some milk. I look at the cat, they still look at me. They lap it up, lap it up, half done milk. And you still, you sit and look at me. Three months have passed, the cat went away. An empty space turns and looks up at me. Why my cat, did you go away? I yearn for the day you'll look up at me again. Then it's pretty obvious that was probably about loss. Um, I wrote that poem 
when I was in a mad COVID fever dream. That's something to talk about. Me and Liam both had COVID. That was horrible. It's like foggy brain. Oh, I'm, I, I, what, maybe Saturday was the first day I felt like a normal human again for the first, and it took like two weeks, man. It was horrible. Um, and yeah, I like, you just, you bug it. You like try and do something for five minutes and that's fine. But then you can't do something for longer than five minutes because that, that doesn't work. You know, like your brain and your mind and your perception of time, life, the universe and everything is gone, is whisked away. into. It's like a timeless vacuum that you're stuck in. And you're stuck in this timeless vacuum without, well, obviously without time, but without any knowledge of what's came before or what's going to come afterwards. Time stopped And I looked away again Time stopped and I looked in a mirror by my bed This is getting to me, it's not letting me wander, nor letting me go free Time stopped and took away the best week that I had There's four walls in this room And there's four walls over there But within these walls There's no time missing that square Give me a new wall with some time Rushing through Time is timeless And time is time without me and without you Don't let it go Don't let it go Don't let it stay in the back And don't let it pass you Or track you back to something that you don't know Conquered and abused Conquered feeling misused Time's on our side and time's coming by But there's no time left because I'm looking through Slitted door It's not coming
that's not what it was like at all. It was like I was pretty happy. I watched some telly and chilled out, but just like getting frustrated that I couldn't do anything. Did some exercise one morning and almost died. Like it was just weird. Absolutely mad. Um, yeah, you know what? I'm uh, I'm recording these without double checking that it all sounds okay. So forgive me. This might be the second time I do this. It's not the second time, but it might be. Uh, when I was watching television, though, there were two main things that I watched during my week in COVID, and that was the TV show Euphoria, Zendaya TV show, and uh, a lot of Kitchen Nightmares USA. And when I was watching Euphoria, there's this character of Nate, who's an arsehole. A massive fucking arsehole. And he's a jock, and he's so entitled, and this whole... It made me really upset about this whole idea of like jock culture because they ruled their own world and they're they're leveled in two ways they're leveled as a like you know the cool guy in the teeny mo- teen movies like you know the old disney original movies that you used to get they're the cool ones they all play the games and they're like cool and they're the successful man in school and then they maybe get taken down a peg or two but it's all good because they're cool you've got them and you've got uh, the jocks that are villainized, and they're villainized because they're they're struggling internally, don't know how to express themselves, and but a lot of the times they're villainized, and you don't get that end where they do get to learn a little bit. They're just villains. And granted, I'm fair play to Euphoria because in season two they do tackle that a bit with Nate, but he's still a bit of an arsehole. So it was weird because it's it's. Something quite important to say, I think, about, you know, men's mental health. And that's something that we've never spoken about on the podcast. But I think we're all, I wouldn't say functional, but like, I, I'd, I'll i cry at anything. It doesn't matter. I've always been taught that it's important to get your emotions out. And I think that jock culture is stopping a generation of people from doing that. And when they get their emotions out, it's funny, it's played for a joker because they cry when they've never cried before. Think looking at you, 90s films. and Or it's, you know, like what they deserve and they deserve to have these breakdowns. And you get yourself feeling that, but that's not, that's not okay. Like, it's, you know, crying should be a totally natural thing. Which leads me on to my message from this day. This little solo Dougal hour, not hour, it's not going to be an I promise to God it's not going to be an hour because I have shit I want to do that isn't sitting in my room by myself recording a microphone. Recording a microphone? I'm recording a microphone. But let's look at Kitchen Nightmares USA. Gordon Ramsay's Kitchen Nightmares USA. The fundamental show that tells you it's okay for men to have emotions and it's important for them to display those emotions. The amount of times Gordon goes into a restaurant and there's a stubborn bloke there, and all they need is a good try and to get something off a good cry and to get something off their chest. And it's not played for a laugh, it's played as an emotional moment because people are learning how to grow. And this is important. It's important for anyone, let alone just men, but it's like specifically with men's mental health and the awareness that's trying to come up, especially after COVID, where people have been locked away from society for a long time. That we need to we need to treat these moments in Kitchen Nightmares USA where a man breaks down and starts to recover as gospel for what we need to do because once you get your feelings and your emotions out there you can thrive 
and you can build and there's nothing that you can't come back from. And that's incredibly important. And I think that we should all spend some time and listen to what Gordon Ramsay has to say. Because he's, he's like a, a, you know, he, he wears his heart on his sleeve, that man. And he wouldn't be afraid to cry. And he makes sure that people learn to not be afraid to cry. And you know what? You listening at home, have a cry. Because it's okay to cry. And I hope that, you know, it's a bit ridiculous, isn't it? Saying, oh, euphoria, this teen drama, and trying to compare fundamentals of psychology with that, with the reality TV show Kitchen Nightmares. But it was something that was really apt, and I wanted to say it. And it's the first time I've used a solo episode to say anything. If you've listened to the first 20 minutes of this, you realise I have said nothing. I wrote a fever dream poem about a cat and two songs that were, you know, mildly okay and one that just went off the rails a bit. And I scat sang. I scat sang on this podcast. Can you believe it? God, Liam and Jim, I am profusely apologetic for that one. So, where do we go from here, you wonder? Well, I don't know. I reckon there's another song or something in there. You know what I might do? Could play a song that I, I, I've written. Uh, that might be a nice way to do it. A nice, uh, a nice song that I could, um, a nice song that I could do from my uh, never to be released EP. Could do that one. Uh, oh my, my giddy aunt! Right, let's try this again, and I'll get this song up. I'm not gonna record. Not gonna record over any of this. So. Let's just see how it goes. It's very similar chords to one song I've made up already today, so that's always good. Uh, this song that we're gonna we're gonna go through. I'll just play a bit of it, at least a verse, and then we'll see how we go, and see if I want to play some more. It's all about a time traveler from the year sixty nine A.D. Too far. 
Song called 69 AD about time travel and shit. Cool. Let's see where we're at on this recording. We are doing good. We're doing good for time. Right. So, a ghost and a vampire walk into a bar. I'm gonna put down my guitar for a second. You'll be happy to know fans of no music. No muse, as we called them a few few episodes back there. A ghost and a vampire walk into a bar. One turns to the other and says, Pint me? The other turns back in size. It's been a long day for the ghost. They had they had, had lots to do. 
Did the ghost hate the vampire? Maybe. All this behaviour can be tracked back to before both of them were undead. Before they were ghost and vampire, they were Steve and Martin. And they had a very successful tribute act to Steve Martin. Steve would do his good roles, like planes, trains and automobiles, and Martin would blunder around like his clues up. Steve and Martin were close. Too close, some might say. There's some who might say that there's some who might say that, of course, were the closed-minded types of the early 21st century. They were, in fact, lovers, and that's perfectly okay. They loved each other like no one else could. Um, they loved each other like no one else could. Man, this is hard work. Good, fair play to Liam. One day in early spring, just before the lambs are plump for birthing, the two went for a stroll. No one had booked their Steve Martin tribute act for a couple of months and the money had dried up. All they could do was stroll where lambs were foretold to be birthed. They wandered happily and Steve turned to Martin. He said that their act, no matter how much it wasn't making money, was what brought him the most happiness in life. Steve loved their time together, but it was time for it to end. What Martin had never noticed was that Steve had been cheating on him with Wesley Snipes' Blade iteration. Being a fictional character, Wesley Snipes' Blade was a perfect lover, and now Steve had decided to become a vampire and follow him. Martin did not know how to, how to become a vampire but was hurt. He had been cheated on by Wesley Snipes' Blade before, so was suitably miffed. Now that all of this was out in the open, Martin turned away only to be immediately beheaded by two rampant horses holding piano wire in their teeth. Steve wasn't fussed. He was now able to freely live as Wesley Snipes Blade's lover. This was good. 40 years later, Steve met a real vampire and was turned and was quickly turned. This is what brought the two to reunite at the bar. Remembering all this, the ghost turned to the vampire and said, "No, I'm all right for a pint, thanks." The vampire asked how the ghost angered the how the ghost had been, well, well, was the reply. Suddenly, and in a stream of consciousness, the ghost admitted how angered the vampire had made him. It was horrible. Life plucked away and all by Wesley Snipes. At this moment, Wesley Snipes comes into the bar as Blade, riding two horses holding piano wire in their teeth. The ghost was shocked. It had all been a ploy. The vampire cuddled Wesley Snipes. The horses allowed Snipes to be dismounted. The bartender turned to the horses and asked... We'll continue that another day. So, I'm thinking that was horrendously red, but quite, quite, yeah, just a bit of nonsense to finish us off. Because it's time to go. It's uh, time to, time to, time to say goodbye for a day. I'm going to copyright myself. Time to, time to leave. For another day of tuna boo. Time to go away from one last thing. Fans of uh, Aberdeen College's Belmont Night showings might remember this little number from a long time ago, but it's got new some new lyrics that I'm gonna make up on the spot. Time to say goodbye. Scoosh, scoosh, boosh. Motherfucker, scoosh, scoosh, boosh, and go away for a day. Scoosh, scoosh, boosh. Motherfucker, scoosh, scoosh, boosh, and
it's time to go away for the day. Juniper is over. Juniper is over. Juniper is over for another day. But don't worry, cause we're back next week. Don't worry, cause we're back next week. This episode of Tuna Boots has been brought to you by Squirrels. No, it hasn't. We've done that, I think. Or I made that up one day. But this episode really has been brought to you by Pim's Pims. The only place to go for some casino royale memorabilia for those who miss Daniel Craig. Goodbye Daniel Craig, goodbye Daniel Craig, goodbye Daniel Craig, you were killed by Freddie Mercury. Goodbye Daniel Craig, goodbye Daniel Craig, goodbye Daniel Craig, you were killed by Freddie Mercury. Maybe. Or was he? Who knows? An album for the week. Well, it's a bit of an obscurity. Well, it's not really obscure, but it's uh, from 2008, and it's the Ting Tings, the Ting Tings, with their album, We Started Nothing, but it's a Napster session, and in this Napster session, they, well, they do acoustic covers of their songs. And I, I really fucking like it, so give it a listen. Ting Ting's underrated. Everyone remember that. Dear friends, lots of kisses from Tuna Boots.